Good morning. Welcome to today's oil market update with Callum McPherson. How are you doing today, Callum? Good morning. Very well, thank you, Toby. And you? Yeah, really good. Thanks. Not too bad. So OPEC and its associates have a lot to think about as their two-day meeting starts today. Could you begin by reminding us what current situation is with regards to their cuts, please? Well, uh, earlier this year, in April, in fact, um, OPEC agreed to an emergency package of cuts to try and deal with the coronavirus pandemic. And referencing a baseline of production in October 2018, they agreed some um, cuts relative to that that baseline and, and they were 9.7 million barrels per day uh, starting the 1st of May and that would run through until uh, June. Uh, then they would increase by 2 million barrels per day uh, on the 1st of July, although they later decided to, de to delay that until August. Uh, and then at the start of, of uh, next year on the 1st of January they would increase production again by 2 million barrels per day and maintain that level of production through into 2022. So the present discussion is about that next increase on the 1st of January. Should they increase on the 1st of January or should they delay that increase possibly un until, until April next year? So if the question is about the increase on the 1st of January, how will OPEC proceed? Well, if we look back to the start of this month when Brent was trading under $40 per barrel, there was uh, some strong talk from Saudi Arabia and Russia about delaying the, the increase. Um, and that set the market expecting that, that in fact, they would uh, agree an in increase, uh, uh, sorry, a delay when they, uh, when, when they in the current meeting. Um, but with the price where it was then, it looked like a no-brainer to do that. Now, with Brent close to $50 per barrel, it's less clear that a delay is necessary. So the question for OPEC really is, has the market got ahead of itself in reacting to, to the vaccine news? Because that, it's that the vaccine news is really what has changed the, the, the narrative completely in, in the last few weeks. Um, well, we still have the Northern Hemisphere winter to get through. And uh, the US, the world's largest consumer crude is, is experiencing a seemingly a third wave and we know that uh, it's going to take a little while yet for, for vaccines to be available any any large quantities so that's that is is the problem and so there is a clearly an argument that it would be premature for OPEC to increase output at the moment um, I mean the other question would be how much of the rally that we saw in Brent in the last few weeks going up to $50 per barrel is not just about the vaccine but is also because of the expectation that OPEC will delay its increase to output. Um, and clearly there's, there's a risk of the market being disappointed if OPEC doesn't now manage to agree a delay. Um, on the other hand, there's a possibility that if they delay output, uh, the, the increase in output uh, and the vaccines maybe become available a bit sooner than people expect, uh, and that, that, that enables uh, the sort of the coronavirus situation to be brought under control a bit more quickly, um, then perhaps the, the market could go quite a lot higher. And then, of course, there'll be the old worry about um, about US shale production and whether that's going to come back on stream as well as other uh, non-OPEC plus supply. Um, the other thing that um, 
that, that people might say is that actually, you know, leaving, we're talking about the Northern Hemisphere, but we're really to talking in quite a Western-centric way. Obviously, there are challenges in Europe and, and in the US, but actually in Asia, uh, demand is looking a lot stronger. So may, maybe we shouldn't be quite so concerned about, about Europe and the US. OK, and uh, how are things shaping up so far? Well, I, I mean, some of the OPEC mem members are under real um, serious economic pressure. I mean, if you look at uh, um, Iraq, for example, as being uh, trying to agree uh, a deal with some of its Asian buyers to to uh, for long term supply con contracts in which Iraq is paid up front. So basically it's it, it's a supply contract that is also a loan uh, and that's clearly going to be expensive. So that's that's just an example of just the, the pressure that some OPEC members are under. There have also been a lot of uh, talk about uh, challenges with the United Arab Emirates and even the possibility that they may leave OPEC. Of course, that they're, they're another country which has not been complying particularly well with the uh, with the production quotas. Um, a, a more tangible sign of the challenges is that over the weekend there are some informal talks uh, between OPEC members to try and reach an agreement, and, that, and those have, have failed. Um, so I, I suspect that uh, the discussions um, today and tomorrow will will run late. Um, we will probably have delays around around announcements. Uh, we may not get anything conclusive today. Okay, and what are the implications if OPEC fails to reach an agreement? Well, as things stand, the, the production increase is, is scheduled. That's already been agreed. Um, so if they don't uh, reach an agreement to delay it, then that, that, that increase will go ahead. Um, that will definitely be a disappointment for markets. Um, the markets have come down a little bit anyway, because I think people realise that uh, it is going to be a challenge for OPEC to, to agree to delay the increases. Um, from a supply demand point of view, this, this could remove the deficit in the market in the first quarter, um, which would make the market susceptible to any sort of worsening in the COVID situation. Um, on the other hand, if they do reach an agreement to extend production by, say, th three months, you know, there is a risk that, that the market could push higher still. Maybe it does go through $50, but Brent does go through $50 per barrel, possibly um, possibly higher. Um, so certainly if, if that were combined with more good news on, on the vaccines passing the final stages of approval uh, and coming out maybe sooner than people expected, that, that could certainly support the market being stronger into, and into the new year. Um, or they may reach some kind of compromise where they say, OK, we'll delay, we'll delay the uh, increase by a month and then see how it goes and you know, meet again in, in, in January to, to, to discuss again. Thank you for the update, Callum. Thank you.